Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are talking about our MCU Mount Rushmores and yours, because we've got some feedback. All this right after this app, we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, we talked about this on our 500th episode, actually. Uh, our Mount Rushmore movies for MCU, which what we what we what we said this was. Someone wrote in. I wish I had it on hand. Who it was? Um, <laughs> this is <laughs> bad job, Matt. Um, so sorry. Uh, but uh, someone wrote in and asked us who would be our Mount Rushmore movies for the MCU. Like, what are the five? Like, you know, just like the presidents. They're not necessarily the best or the first or whatever. They're just like the most iconic. Marvel what movies. Are the pinnacles. So what are the yeah? What are the pinnacles? And and we both kind of gave ours. Uh, I can kind of re-give mine. I chose Avengers Endgame, Iron Man One, Captain America, uh, the uh, first Avenger, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I believe my fifth was Civil War. I believe because it's just such a great. Yeah, that's what it was. It was the the idea that like so you got your your biggest ending with Endgame. Uh, you've got Guardians of the Galaxy, which just bra- blazed a whole new trail um, and, and introduced the cosmic in such a cool way. Uh, you've got the I just think Captain America, the first Avenger and Iron Man are just so, so important to establishing the tone of those two important characters. And then Civil War is just putting two of your main characters on opposite sides of an issue and actually having them go at it is such a cool thing to do. And like it's something that the MCU likes to do. But they a lot of times on a smaller scale, and I think that the Civil War just encapsulated that. So those were my five. Do you remember what your five were there, Jeff? Um, My five were it was all focused on how like examples of bringing things together, be it ideas, studios, characters, whatever. So I know that I had Infinity War as like the pinnacle. Um, I had Spider Man Homecoming. Because that was finally like MCU, uh, you know, Spider-Man gets to be where he where he should be, you know, at home. Um, I know that I had OG Avengers and because that was bringing everybody together. I think I had Civil War because that was the first time that we see Spider-Man. Um, and I know that I had Iron Man. Yeah, because that, you know, it was such an establishment of the tone of the of the verse, the the MCU just in general. We also like you said, you're talking about bringing people together. It's also the first mention of the Avengers initiative. You know, it's like the first the first time you hear the words like the first time you you're part of a bigger universe, Mr. Stark. Like that's you just don't know it yet. That's amazing. It's it's so freaking cool. Um, And so, yeah, it's a great it's a great place to reside uh, if you're if you're going by your kind of themes that you're talking about i think that's a great way to put it um so yeah. with those were ours we talked about on the 500th episode a little more in depth but we're going to dive into what we had a few people write in theirs and we said we were going to make it its own little episode and we got enough to do a little short episode on it so let's do it let's do it so Haley hobbs is the first to write in here um what was Haley hobbs gotta see she says hey friends I'm late sending feedback about your 500th episode, but am listening to the cast now and really enjoyed hearing about your journey together as friends and as creatives making this network that so many of us love and look forward to being a part of. 
I thought I'd send in my MCU Mount Rushmore for fun. First, let me say, Haley, that was very sweet. Thank you very much. Warmed, warmed my heart to hear that. That's very kind words. Yep. It warmed my cold, dead heart to hear that. <laughs> uh, she says, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. You know it's my favorite MCU movie, but not just because of America's ass. <laughs> it's, it's a captivating and genre-bending superhero movie that I could and do watch over and over again. It is so freaking rewatchable. It is. Uh, Avengers Infinity War. Right before I heard Jeff say it on the cast, I put Infinity War over Endgame for lots of reasons, especially that twist ending. That was the gut punch none of us saw coming. Yeah, I'm trying to think back. How did we think that was going to end? Like, I remember being like, oh, something's going to happen. Maybe he'll... Did we just not think he'd have all the stones at the end? Like, he'd get some of them in Infinity War and some of them in Endgame or something like that? I just yeah, I yeah think so. I don't think we ever considered him actually winning. Like he's just gonna win. That's what happens in that movie. Yeah. He just wins. Oh, we did. He just wins, and then so shocking. <laughs> and I remember at the beginning of Endgame, we were so shocked that uh, you know we had called it like we had thought about how there's so many ways that it could go at the beginning, mm-hmm. and we were like we never even considered the fact that like the Avengers just go to Thanos and win. Yeah. No, it's so uh, uh, expectation, uh, you know, destroying like and and the five year gap. I remember being in the theater and seeing five years later and being like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) We had talked about some possibilities with some time jumps or something like that. But like five years later and then them not going like when I saw five years later, I was like, oh, they're going to they're going to do that. One one of the things we had talked about beforehand was that they do a do a time jump. And then the story would be about an older Tony Stark or, or, or an older cap or whoever, the two of them together, like going back in time to save to stop the thing that had happened, you know, uh, yep. to stop the snap. And like, that's what we thought when I saw five years later, I was like, oh, they're doing that. Cool. 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 I like that storyline. That's, that'll be fun. And then no, they left that five years and let it linger. Oh man. Anyway, back to Haley Hobbs. (laughs) But infinity war had that, uh, like that five years later thing was, was cool and devastating, but not as devastating as losing half of our heroes at the end of the movie. And then having them show the title card and have that turn to dust. Oh my gosh. Right. You're killing me. I love, I love, killing me. I love that troll. That was such a good troll. Like, I don't know if whoever did that knew the experience that so many theaters were going to boo the end credits and like go, no, yep. it's like too soon. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> so freaking good. So freaking good. Uh, yep. So anyway, uh, the next one up that she says is Iron Man, John Favreau, Kevin Feige and Robert Downey Jr., Breathe new life into superhero movies with OG Iron Man. What a way to begin a 23 movie arc. Absolutely. This is on all so far of the, of the three of us that's on all three of our lists. Yep. Uh, Black Panther. I was a slow burn on loving the movie, but loved Chadwick Boseman's performance from the beginning. He was the most amazing casting choice as T'Challa And what others in the world saw as a boring performance I saw was full of dignity and poise. Rest in peace forever. Mm. Absolutely. (sighs) Yep. 
The Avengers, another breakthrough movie that did what no superhero movie had done before. And who doesn't love a Joss Whedon script? I remember goosebumps when the Avengers theme came over the, uh, the, during the Battle of New York. So amazing. Congratulations on making something that will last and impact so many people around the entire globe. That's a big deal, and you guys are the reason for it. Love you, 300. Wink emoji. Haley. <laughs> Thank you, Haley. We love you, 300, too. Um, <laughs> times 10. Times 10. Um, yeah, that, that's great. Thank you, Haley. Those are, those are awesome freaking answers. And uh, yeah, I, I think uh, it's, it's cool. I feel like it's almost undeniable that Iron Man is is like on there you know what i mean like iron man is just it's it's cool that all three of us yeah. that's the only movie that is on all three of our lists yeah i mean it's it was the birthplace of the mcu and like we've been saying it set the tone it it established the whole look and feel of the universe yeah they would not be a thing without it yeah i don't i think without robert downey jr uh being in that role in and without him kind of completely bringing to life Tony Stark as a person, as a character, like the whole thing would have flopped or it would not have been as big as it was. Yeah, I totally agree. And we talked about it in our, um, someone asked the question a few, maybe a month ago about if they had continued the X-Men and brought in the Avengers into that universe, like could it have been as good as it is? And our answer was, Nope. If they had John Favreau, and uh and Robert Downey Jr. It's possible. If not, no. Like that that's they they needed that reset and new tone of Iron Man. Like and uh, you know we 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 kind of we we talked about it on that episode. But I I think it's possible if you get those two. Otherwise, it's just not not a thing. Yeah. Uh, well, Aaron Deming wrote in Sunny Tetris on Twitch. He says, "Yeah, Sunny Tetris." <laughs> uh, so he, he plays he plays the trivia all the time with us on uh, on Wednesday nights. He says, "Hey guys, after listening into the fifth fifth, fifth. <laughs> after listening into the five hundredth episode, I wanted to weigh in on the five movies that best represent the MCU to me, because the presidents in the real Mount Rushmore are meant to represent the nation's birth, growth, development, and preservation." So I focused on the MCU movies that best tie into that. Interesting. Well done. Yeah, good good job. Good, good job. job. No, like using actual history. <laughs> I just picked movies that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which, you know, is all of them. Except for Iron Man 3. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Always, sorry. Always got to stab Iron Man 3. <laughs> always that one little jab. <laughs> uh, let's see. Aaron says, Iron Man birthed the MCU. Thor grew the MCU. Ooh. Guardians of the Galaxy grew the MCU even further past Earth. I agree with that. Captain America, the Winter Soldier, developed the MCU by bridging the gap between heroes and the organizations that want to utilize them. This theme runs all the way through Endgame and will probably go further. Hmm. And Avengers preserve the MCU by bringing all the previous movies together, thus solidifying the connections and ensuring that the deep continuity we all love will continue to exist for as long as there are stories to be told. 
This is my first time writing into the podcast, so I just wanted to say that I'm so happy I found this community earlier this year. I can't wait to stay connected as we get more MCU content next year and see what predictions you guys get right. (laughs) Or or wrong. Wrong is also fun sometimes. Uh, Well, thank you, Aaron. Aaron slash Sunny Tetris for writing in. Uh, That's awesome. I really like what he's saying here about... um, the organizations, the heroes and the organizations that want to utilize them. It reminds me that, um, I believe it's, uh, uh, the Russos said that after, uh, end game, I forget who said this, maybe it was Feige after end game, the Sokovia Accords are still going to be a problem or there's still going to be an ongoing issue. Um, yeah, there's still a thing. Yeah. We knew that, but like, it, it's such other big things that happened that it's like been on the waste or in the wayside, but like, I mean, if you think about it, like, I don't know that you can really blame our heroes for Thanos, you know, but like they yeah. weren't able to stop him. They did go against the Sokovia Accords and they did fail in, in Infinity yeah. War. And, you know, some government agency is going to be like, you know, if you if you guys had just signed these accords and 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 been what we need you to be then, you know, you could have all been there at the same time and been together and, and stopped the guy. Yeah, absolutely. And that, I think, that is why Norman Osborn is going to do some government-sanctioned uh, Dark Avenger work. I think t- I love all your Norman Osborn ideas. I really do. I want the Dark Avengers. That'd be amazing. But it, as of right now, we still just don't have the lo- legal stuff worked out with Spider-Man. And I'm so worried that... I know. We're going to get to the end of Spider-Man 3, which is, I think, the last movie he's um, supposed to be in, right? That we yeah, know of. the last movie he's contracted for. Yeah. So I'm pretty worried that it's just going to be like, well, the, that, that's over. <laughs> Spider-Man is... Yeah, that was fun. That was, that was a fun five movies that Spider-Man was in. He's never going to do it again. <sighs> Six. Oh, I thought it was five. I remember it was originally contracted for five, right? What's the... What's the... No, it was originally contracted for three... Uh, leading movies, Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, and then um, Civil War and two Avengers movies. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, six. Gotcha. My bad, my bad. Always six. Always six. Wait, so Civil War and Infinity War and Endgame. That's right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I guess I, I was still considering those the same movie, even now, even after years of realizing it's not. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Jesse Wolf wrote in, which, by the way, Jesse <clears throat> is a man. He's a man. Um, I, I, I called him. I called him her last Does week. Does he have a beard? I, I apologize. He had a beard. Um, no, I don't know if it's Jesse a had man. a beard. He had a beard. His name is Jesse Wolf, though. And so Wolf, you know, Jesse Wolf probably has a beard. That sounds like a man with a beard. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a man with a beard. <laughs> no, I, I apologize to him on an email, but I, I, I'm sorry, Jesse. I definitely got his. Uh, he was like, it, it's J-S-S-S-E. Or, pff, too many S's. J-S-S-E, or J-E-S-S-E, that's the male spelling. J-E-S-S-I-E is the women's female spelling. I was like, if you had showed me those two things next to each other, I probably would have known that. <laughs> but, like, I'm not good at spelling, so I did not, that did not dawn on me when I was reading it. I mean, last week, Jesse, you're really just lucky you didn't call you Tim. That's true, that's true. Just, just, just be lucky that I got anywhere in the ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Tim's like his default person. I don't know yeah. name. Yeah, it's just <laughs> exactly. All right. So what does Tim Wolf have to say? This <laughs> is well, my five MCU movies that I would sling over those sculpted stone faces would be. <sighs> okay. All right. Yeah, we're doing this. We're doing this. Uh, <laughs> number one, Blade. <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no. Uh, What's wrong? What's wrong with reasoning that? behind any What's of these? What's wrong with that? Just, no, he just gives us five movies, and these are his movies. <laughs> there and is, then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Blade. I just, I'm just reading the full list. Number two, Fantastic Fan- Four: The Rise of the Silver Surfer, which I love because it's so specific. It's the rise, it's the rise of Silver Surfer. It's not yep. even just Fantastic specifically Four. Specifically the second one, <laughs> and then this one too. Specifically the second. Same one. thing here. <laughs> Number three, Once Upon, Once a, upon Deadpool, a Deadpool, which is like a re-release that starred uh, the kid from Princess Bride, right? You know what I'm talking about? I haven't even seen it, man. I actually haven't either, and I keep meaning to, because what they did is they re-released the rated R Deadpool as a PG-13 movie, and they had uh, Fred Savage, that's the kid's name, who who played the kid in a Princess Bride, you know? Yep. They had yep. Deadpool 2 as a Christmas time movie being told by Deadpool to Fred Savage. A, an adult Fred Savage is sitting in a bed as if it were the Princess Bride. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's right. so funny. Oh, and I still haven't seen it. Well, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Boy, yeah you're I probably doing? watching number four, The Watchmen. I do. I did watch that. Yep. <laughs> Number four, The Watchmen, his his uh, Mount Rushmore of MCU movies. <laughs> and number five, Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you for that. It's a great way to end this episode about the MCU Mount Rushmores. Of <laughs> I love this very specific sequels. It's really good. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, and uh, until next time, assholes. <laughs> <laughs>